good day. You are listening to a podcast, but this isn't just any podcast. Just any podcast couldn't do this. Or this. What the? This is the podcast. Starring the Ted's. Starring the Ted. Start. The. Uh, starring the Ted Smith and Cobb. The podcast starts. You better wear a helmet now. All right. Welcome back to another the home episode of the podcast will be your host Ted Smith uh, upstairs today in the left square box on Zoom he goes her name is Cobb Cobb what's going on I'm f***ing excited today boys I don't know why but I'm just riding high came off a good day of work there's like two three days to go shipping popcorn and then it's Christmas baby so feeling good excited to kick it off and hello to everybody listening all right, down there in the uh, bottom box, getting everything taken care of, getting the studio all set up. Matt Conner, the producer, MCTP. What's up, Matt? Hey, Ted. Good to be here. <laughs> yeah, Kyle, I'm with you. Like, it's weird. I feel like we didn't like for us in radio. Like, we just, uh, next year is KSW's 50th anniversary. So we've been, like, taping a bunch of interviews this week. And today was just one of those days, too. There's just a bunch mm-hmm. of stuff going on and... Yeah, but then I got home, and Matt, right before you hopped on, comes like, you seem like you're in a good mood. And I was like, yeah, I only got like two more days of work. Then Friday, we just played clips, like roll into the weekend, and then, you know, got two weeks off. Christmas is up. Next year is their 50th anniversary, but next week is your 40th anniversary. Happy yeah, upcoming right? birthday, man. <laughs> it's been a, uh, like, I mean, I won't lie to you, man, I, Everything's different. Man, a week away from 40, I was like, man, I kind of thought we'd have a party. That's a gut <laughs> check moment. Oh, I was ready to go balls out. Like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, trying to think. Uh, not not somebody used to work with, but the other, uh, talking about hooking up with mate. Like, I was going to reach out to majors and be Jeezy. Like, be Jeezy's been talking for years. He's like, let me throw a birthday party for you. Like, nightclub. Like the girls walking up with bottles, with sparklers, like all that stuff, man. Ted, I'm with you. The helicopter was rented. The cocaine was purchased, but it's not going to happen, man. <laughs> we got to, we got to, we got to calibrate. Okay. It's 2020. We got to set our sights just a little bit lower, but you know, I'm bringing a pizza by, so that'll be cool. <laughs> right. I know. I'm like, so do I make three dips for two dudes? <laughs> 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 Ted, we're showing out, man. We're, like no expense spared. Well, I I'm doubling have, my budget. I always have that conversation too of like sometimes I wonder with some of the dips and stuff I make if I like eating them or I just like seeing the enjoyment out of other people. So I'm like, screw it. If it's just two of us sitting here, like st- I still want to like physically, I want to cook the food. You so want to see Cobb's reaction to that dip? Do at least the sausage dip. That's all I ask. Yeah. The main call, the main call is the meatballs. So the sausage dip and spinach dip are getting made, but it's like, do I need a crock pot of meatballs again for two dudes? God, I know, man. That's <laughs> you know, these are the these are the situations people are forced into during COVID, man. You got to rethink it all. Usually for people who don't know, your birthday, Christmas Eve, you do a big spread. We're talking meatballs, three kinds of dip, pizza, courtesy of your boy. And there's just like exotic foods. You know, like you always have like a bunch of different there's I always leave with my stomach packed and there's like almost too much stuff to try. Like there's always stuff I didn't get around to. Yeah. And like Michelle sometimes would make the uh, uh, U.S. egg. You got the U.S. egg going. We have some uh, pecan pies. I was trying to think the other day, too, like the last couple of years. I mean, I think I legit had like 20 people in here at one point. Oh, dude. Yeah, it gets rowdy. Can you describe the U.S. egg for people who don't know? (laughs) <laughs> it's a breakfast cupcake. Sorry, somebody just texted me back. We we're supposed to meet in an outdoor bar for a beverage. And I was like, yo, man, are we doing that Monday or Tuesday? And he's like, Tuesday. I was like, my bad. We talked about this like during a Zoom where I was having some drinks. He's like, yeah. Is he <laughs> at the bar now? <laughs> What's that? Is he at the bar now? No, no, no. Next week. Next week. Oh, good. So the U.S. egg is like a egg cupcake, right? So imagine the base layer is a tiny little pancake. It's got a bit of uh, syrup on it. And then it's wrapped in a shell of bacon. So that's like the crust. It's the same size as a cupcake. And then on top of it is an egg 
that's I don't know what you'd call that poached. Yeah, poached probably. Mm. Yeah. I just, so. Also, I don't. I'm not going back to three, four years ago when we kept having this poached egg conversation. But no. the U.S. egg is one of the best things I've ever had in my life. I mean, even like she's been making those for years. I know she'd always make them for Doug Benson. But even like Drago came by one day on like I think it was Christmas Day. He came by and like dropped me off a jersey from the rain. We're hanging out. I'm sitting there hungover from Christmas Eve, and I was like, "You want some of the leftovers?" And he's like, "What is this?" And I was like, "Just try one." He eats like half on one cold. I was like, you should eat that up. And he, and he's like, can I have like another one? I was like, oh yeah, just go ahead. Get into them. Help yourself. <laughs> yeah. Dude, you're right. One of the best breakfast foods, the U.S. egg. Really a good anytime. Yeah, I mean, it's clearly a breakfast food, but it fits in wherever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then- yeah. I mean, it's a proper spread. There's usually a meat and tree or tree, Jesus, meat and cheese platter. And yeah, it's, it's a whole thing. But proper you know, spread, dude, it's like one of the biggest spreads of the year. Like there's bread bowls. <laughs> there's like multiple different elements going on. Two different types of homemade cookies. But as I say, then Matt, of course, always comes over. His family does a Christmas or cookie exchange. And then they are, uh, he brings over a whole, I mean, just a vat of cookies. Yeah. For the last few years, that's been the primary reason that we made them like it became like, oh, we hand them out to the neighbors. And then like we started going to this party and I was like, my mom was like, I don't know how to do the cookies this year. I was like, uh, Ted's pretty excited about those cookies. So like when you make some for the neighbors and we'll take the leftovers and <laughs> we don't have as many neighbor friends. So I get to bring a bunch. Yeah, I mean, that's something too. Matt's being nice here, but it's not that he brings over some cookies. I mean, you're talking about fancy cookies cake pops uh rice crispy kind of pops everything's top indiv- shelf oh my god individually wrapped i mean yeah. I, i've taken those like the next day or two to people and been like here have some cookies <laughs> i'll say it without saying it okay matt lives on the lake the plateau sammamish these are high-end cookies people right this isn't up the hill this is on the fucking lake kind of cookies, okay? <laughs> this is the good shit. This is the shit we train for. <laughs> it's right. It's the reason you ran all those wind sprints. It's the reason you did all those push-ups. Yep. It's that pop bottles kind of cookie, you know? <laughs> they are incredible, though. Honestly, those housewives up there on the plateau know how to cook. Yeah, I mean, Matt, I'm not even kidding. I have a group of friends, which uh, my one buddy, Troy, owns King Street Bar and Oven. Go get some takeout if you can uh, down by the stadiums. But literally me, him and his wife and then uh, another friend of mine, her husband, will go get steaks on the 26th. And I have taken a little Christmas bag before. I'm like, here you go, guys. Like, where'd you get these? I think I lied and was like, ah, you know, I just got around to making them. The plateau. It's an old family recipe. Which is true. It came from the plateau. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, and that's what me and Kyle were talking about. You still got to be in a good mood and still be fired up. I mean, it's still Christmas. I got the uh, noble fur behind me. Just picked her up on Saturday. Beautiful. Dude, I was a Christmas tree wrangler. Noble's a good choice. Yeah, I just, you, I mean, let me let you guys in on a Smith family secret. We're fur people in my family. Noble or Douglas? <sighs> I like a Douglas, but a Douglas is pretty rustic. This is full. Yeah. Like, I'm just a noble. Yeah. A Douglas noble is not Fraser. a city tree. I'll tell you that yeah. right now. Noble or Frazier. But for whatever reason, I just always felt like spruces. Like, we're too weak. You can barely support a proper uh, Christmas ornament. Yeah, and usually they're a little more expensive. Yeah, I'm with you. I like a noble. Uh, that thing looks pretty fresh, too. I mean, I can you know, the zoom... Doesn't give me a lot, but looks pretty green, really rigid. I like oh, that yeah. tree. I can tell it's new. It's also funny because I uh, sometimes am terrible with my money. And <laughs> for some reason, though, with the Christmas tree, I printed off the coupon and everything. <laughs> <laughs> Ted, God damn it. I've seen you set hundreds of dollars on fire at bars before. Right. <laughs> get the Christmas Over tree. nothing. I'm bringing a coupon. <laughs> I like these guys. I'm buying them shots. Now, Ted, was it about uh, you like chicken wings? Was it was it about saving money or was it just 
to add more to the excitement and the experience of getting a Christmas tree. Uh, Matt, you're probably right. It was just, I was just so fired up to get this tree and it's been, I haven't had a real tree in probably three years and the tinsel tree was good, but I was like, well, I'm not having 20 people over. So like I have the space to get a real tree again. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Logistics. Yeah, was... <laughs> Logistics. <laughs> it's also funny because, uh, Anybody that knows me well enough has been to my house. Like I am far from a uh, neat and tidy person, but my Christmas box, I mean, every ornament is in its proper little thing. It's probably the most organized thing in my life is the damn Christmas box full of, full of <laughs> ornaments. <and everything. laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. Ted, you're not, you're not winning any awards for most domesticated male, but the place has a good vibe. <laughs> no, what was it? I mean, that was years ago, right? Or two years ago, I think, in this place. And, like, I forget what it was. Matt, were you here or not? Anyhow, like, the next day, Cobb's like, yeah, you clearly had a condom just on top of your trash. And I was like, oh, oh dude, yeah. that's what it was. Yeah, I went over there with uh, with the person I was dating at the time, I think. And, yeah, there was a, yeah, there was a couple women there. Matt, were you, were you guys there? Yeah, Tyler noticed it. I didn't. Dude, right, I yeah, I, same, same. I didn't notice it, but my, my girlfriend at the time did. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you roll in the bathroom, just condoms, used condoms sitting right on top of the trash. And just, <laughs> you know, just hosting a party, no big deal. Very hilarious. It's, yeah. It sends a message, though. I'll say that. It was used. No big deal. <laughs> well, that was the other funny thing is I think the girl you were dating at the time was like, didn't he have, didn't he go to dinner with you for your birthday the night before? And it's like, he did, but he obviously got into something later, <laughs> made a Hail Mary call. Two words, slump, buster. Our boy is back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, so 2020, very... By the way, I like the vibe tonight. I keep forgetting to look down at my list. Like, oh, yeah, we're actually doing a podcast. I thought we were just f***ing <laughs> around here for a second. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> so 2020, obviously a strange year. Do you guys remember, like... I don't know. Like, there's all this serious stuff, but there's also crazy stuff. Like, there was uh, murder hornets. Like, I don't know. What do you remember the most or, like, oddest thing you thought about this year? Which is a tough call. Dude, I know right off the top of my head. So, I've always said, oh, man, this is going to come off, whatever. People who listen know us, I guess. I was going to say, this is going to come off a little conspiratorial, but I have some conspiracy theories I'm into. Um, what jumps to my mind is, all right, so for the last, like, Okay. Okay. This will take a second to unpack. People think that everything just is the way it is. And I think sometimes we take for granted that there are very complex systems working in the background to deliver, you know, our current experience, be it fresh water, fresh heated water, be it fresh groceries in our grocery store. Um, you know, people waking up and going to work in the morning, people not hitting people with their cars, like just running <laughs> rampant, you know, like, that there are a lot of systems behind that, you know, cops, prosecuting people, et cetera, et cetera, to make things the way they are. And so I've said for a long time, you know, those systems are more fragile than we think. But, you know, if you haven't had an issue in a while and they haven't broken down, you just kind of take it for granted. And also uh, the more complex something is, the more we take for granted that we understand it, i.e. electricity, i.e. microwave. Anyway, so what I've been thinking about for a couple of years is I don't know that, you know, I would say maybe a 10% chance that we see the collapse of the U S in our lifetime. I think the only thing that would really have to happen is the U S dollar to no longer be the world reserve currency. Now I always thought that was a pretty wild theory and I was like 10%. I don't know, whatever. It's just kind of something that's fun to talk about. I don't actually think it's going to happen, <laughs> but you can, it's a fun range finder with people, you know, you can see where they're <laughs> fun at to talk about <laughs> collapse of our society right, my mom's calling me um it's fun conversation starter um so anyway you can see where people are at we can take a this time year? out what you need to answer that we can take a time out oh shoot can you guys hear me still yeah yeah oh nice no i don't need to take a time out um right. so sorry um so this year i've actually upped that percentage from 10 to 15 and I could see the U.S. I don't think it's going to happen now, but I could see the U.S. collapsing in our lifetime. 15% shot. I don't want to see it happen. I think it would be brutal. 
and ruthless, but it's a possibility. Well, also, I mean, I've said this for a lot of years and people hate it when you say it, but empires fall. Whereas like, but we're not an empire and this and that. It's like, well, I mean, Europe is probably the Romans. Like, like, like it's like, like even if nothing terrible happened, which generally would for things to fall apart, but it's like, right. It's just, just the way history works. Yeah. We're not an empire. Mate, we live in the balls of the that's fucking the world. Sorry, Matt. Well, I, yeah, like the contiguous United States, when it, you know, if it ever uh, has different factions or different states and different countries, like, it's not that odd. You know what I mean? It's like trying to explain to people, like, we think, like, not you guys, but a lot of people think of Europe and it's so different and this and that. It's like, right, but France and Spain have two different languages. They're next door to each other or yeah. Italy. So it's not that crazy to me. Sometimes people are like, I can't believe people in the South think this way and people in the Northwest think this way. And it's like, you're thousands of miles away from each other. It's, you know, it's impressive. The country does what it does is one, but these are different lifestyles and places. Yeah. But living by the same laws, which makes it tough because some laws don't apply very well in other places. And I'll just say, you know, for my personal status, I, I would, I would kill a Philadelphia Eagles fan. No problem over something petty. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't even have to be big. But yeah, yeah, Ted, you're right, dude. Europe, like much smaller, and like here, huge landmass that's still relatively on the same page. But those divides are getting deeper and deeper. Yeah, for sure. Well, yeah, it's also a matter of what you listen to or what you're, uh, you know, music-wise or news-wise or even social media, where it's like, Honestly, sometimes I don't think the divides, or at least I hope they're not as deep as they appear to be going. But when you just live in a vacuum and don't listen to anybody else, it's very tough. I mean, I remember being on this podcast after I went back east this summer and like talking to friends who obviously have different mindsets than we do out here. And it's like, right. You got to remember these people are still there. Yeah. A lot of people, you know, us all included live in their own echo chamber and then furthermore, their own search bubble when it comes to the internet and you're going to be served content you agree with. So it starts to polarize you. Um, and so, yeah, I think that people are getting more entrenched in their camps, be that a religious, you know, like an evangelical camp, a Baptist camp, what have you, or a political camp. And so, you know, that could, those fractures could start to show. And in, in, parallel to that we have less communal experiences i.e like all of us watching you know one of the same like three shows that were on abc nbc or cbs you know now it's a million types of programs and so not everyone's into leave it to beaver on tuesday nights but the nfl is still a shared experience that i really really like but yeah it is but also like growing up in the dc area and then working at the afl cio and my buddy, one of my good friends, his dad worked for Senator uh, Ted Kennedy for years and stuff. Like those divides, unfortunately, have gotten deeper. Like it, it's crazy now that like you can't get a Democrat and Republican congressman together without like some giant fight breaking out. I don't mean physically, but back yeah. in the day, like they were all congressmen. So when you said you hated politicians, you just kind of hated politicians. But now yeah. it's very, I hate using this word, but segregated. Mm-hmm. Dude, you're not wrong, man. And neither side, both sides are talking loudly and neither side can hear the other side. People just get more entrenched into their current view. And that's not everyone. Obviously, there's moderates and things, but, you know, it does seem headed that direction. Yeah, and sometimes, too, like, this will sound a little, I don't know what the word is, but, like, sometimes I don't mind my politicians being, like, an ugly 50-year-old dude or woman. (laughs) For some reason, like... A lot of politicians have gotten very attractive. And like, sometimes I'm just like, well, because they're attractive doesn't mean they're right. They're still just a politician. You know, it's like, well, what about this, you know, random person? It's like, well, maybe they were in school for a while and just, I don't know, don't wear makeup. doesn't make them a bad politician. Yeah. In fact, I'll say it. I prefer my politicians ugly. I mean, look at Angela Merkel crushing it for Germany for years. Yeah. I mean, man, I don't want to do this, but I'll name drop one of the best senators there ever. Get him. Was Get him. Barbara Mikulski. I mean, <laughs> she was just a shorter kind of like, and she looked like a grandma, but she did great <laughs> things, you know? 
<laughs> yeah, grandma with some big ideas on public policy. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, dude, I, I think it all went awry with uh, uh, was Reagan the guy who was the actor? Reagan was an actor. Ronald Reagan. There you go, man. Start selecting celebrities. You know, are you electing celebrities? I mean, yeah, we've had some pretty good looking presidents over the years. I don't think that's by coincidence. The likability factor, huge. Yeah, it was always kind of a joke that Clinton went jogging because he loved fast food. And then you had Paul Ryan, like literally doing a bicep curl, flexing on the cover of time. And it was like, <laughs> listen, I'm glad you're in great shape. I'm glad you're healthy. But like, what does that have to do with making a law on the land? Now, what are we focused on here? <laughs> Also, I like that guy just kind of left. He was like, uh, it's, it's got too crazy for me. It's like, you're on the cover of Time doing a curl. Now <laughs> politics has gotten too crazy? <laughs> Dude, you're totally right, man. I never really thought about how politicians are getting more attractive. Like, that totally is, like, part of their sell. Like, that was the big, one of the big knocks against Bernie, aside from, like, you know, having, like, some uh, quote-unquote extreme ideas that, frankly, I didn't feel were that extreme, was that, like, he's just got, like, the wild hair. He kind of looks like a mad scientist. I mean, he yeah. looks like the dude who's like, the earth is going to end. Da, 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 da. You know, like he's the guy who, in the movie who figures it out first. Yeah, it's like that guy that always does all the alien stuff on like History Channel. It's just got that crazy. Sukalos? George Sukalos? I don't, I don't, is that his name? I don't know. I think so. Right. But it's like, I know his hair is crazy, but also like he knows what he's talking about when it comes to aliens, if you can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> dude the flip side of that though you want to talk crazy hair politicians boris johnson we're about to have a no deal brexit which is going to be wild the government there put out uh to all the grocery stores stockpile fresh food because we're gonna have some issues man i am still completely lost on the whole brexit thing uh what what do you want to know or we can skip it if you want i don't care yeah, I, it's a lot. I mean, I know they're leaving the EU. I'm still confused. Like, like I don't know. Like, what you just brought up, the no, whatever. I'm like, ah, what what part is that? So they're like, they're not even going to trade with the other parts of Europe now? They were trying to they were trying to form trade deals and alliances to essentially sort of, I, I don't want to say keep the status quo, but keep the blood moving is probably a better way to put it. And they're not able to agree on terms. The EU has been very firm in their position. Um, and Britain is just trying to get all these concessions from what I understand. And it looks like it's not going to happen, which the EU is going to be fine. And Britain is going to be, you know, a cold, lonely island uh, without a lot of help. So yeah, that's going to affect like, I mean, I know this is a random one, but it's going to affect like the EPL as well. If you can't have international players just have their EU passport and go in between, it's going to be hard to play in a lot of these Champions League matches. Oh, yeah, and it's going to affect Scotland and Wales. I mean, there's going to be follow-on effects. You know, they were a financial leader in the world for years up until probably, you know, 1940 and still a major player. And this could really make them, uh, I don't want to say obsolete, but relegated to the second tier. <sighs> Freaking champions. Yeah. They got to go down to the championship? That's going to be brutal. That's what I'm saying. I just like how right. conversation. I was that, because the conversation started with Ted, like, what are some fun other things about 2020? And now I'm just like looking back, like last 15 minutes. We got real. It's been a hellscape out there, man. Dude, <laughs> What's your spat? <laughs> you guys are my favorite people to listen to about stuff like that, though. Like, Ted, you keep it real. Cobb, you've got knowledge and like confidence in your delivery that builds trust. And it's just like reassuring so don't believe everything you hear on the internet i'll tell you that right now <laughs> we are a wealth of misinformation here <laughs> all right we're gonna take a quick break we'll come back with something more fun <laughs> you know what i like that let's just start it back up right now all right matt so what were you saying you liked in 2020 what did you find matt oh i was just <laughs> laughing because the way you said set that up like my mind was like, cool, lighthearted, fun things. Like obviously my love for golf this year, but I found this guy, Roger Steele on Instagram the same day I lost my Twitter. And I think I would be missing Twitter way more if I didn't have Roger Steele on Instagram. It's Roger underscore Steele with an E at the end. He's a dude that lives in Chicago that also loves golf. He's a black dude. 
and he has just a a lot of swag and uh you know the way he talks about it is super engaging and it's just way more fun to hear a brother from chicago talk about the game of golf than the stuffy white dudes they got on tv and discovering him i got my new trap golf hat on they're a brand uh from another uh they're based out of atlanta and there's this whole like black golf culture that i just love we've talked about rory blackleroy but it all kind of started with discovering roger Steele, and i mean that's one of the things that's always going to stick out about 2020 to me yeah and trust me i mean that's one of the weird things about this year because like also, real quick, let me just say, this is one of the issues with people that listen, like, if you listen to this podcast and you haven't actually hung out with Calvin and I, like, when we're just, when it's just the two of us, like, that's also, like, we get into some real serious conversations, but it never seems that serious to us. It just seems like we're kind of BSing, and Matt's like, you guys are talking about the end of the fucking world. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. That's pretty heavy. I mean, I don't want to put it that it way. could be fine. It might be yeah. fine, though. I don't know. <laughs> so, like, you're not wrong. Like, as you said that, I was like, Oh, yeah, I forget how many of these conversations Cobb and I have had. <laughs> <laughs> we go dark, man. Ted, what sticks out to you, dude? I didn't hear. Uh, you know what? The first part of it was so weird and crazy. But I think one of the weirdest things for me was just discovering more of my neighborhood. Right? Even just taking those little walks and that, like, I had no idea that, like, I knew Volunteer Park, but I didn't know it went all the way back there and, like, we could find that little gully like you could almost see over to UW and stuff. So mm-hmm. I like that stuff. I saw more of my neighborhood this year than I've ever seen in probably the 15 years I lived here. Dude, you should check out Federal. It's a street that's right by Volunteer Park. Some of the best architecture in Seattle for houses. Yeah. Also, for me, it was a nice way, easy way, kind of forced into it to adjust to being a little more. And I still need a better microphone. But I, I have an old MacBook. Like I had to adjust on the fly and, you know, get the pot, keep the podcast going. Digital Smith. Pivot. <laughs> God, that, what was that? Like the first or second month in, I had to reset this computer and it was the wa- white screen of death. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. We're never, we're never podcasting again. We're screwed. <laughs> uh, that's pretty good. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, it, it, it's been a rough year. There's no way around that. But I think also people found some things. My relationship with some of my cousins has been more fun than ever just because of Zoom. You know, generally I wouldn't see him. We text here and there. But, you know, this isn't the same as seeing people in person. But it's been a nice, for somebody like me that's social, it's been a very nice thing. Well, Dude, and- you've been uh, steady and consistent with your Zoom calls too. Like your kind of, you know, weekly meetups and stuff. It's been impressive. What were we going to say, Matt? Well, in Ted's case, it's just a cool thing where you have so many friends back home on the East Coast and like you did. I mean, phenomenal. Uh, I mean, you're an all time great at coming to Seattle and being social Um, like (laughs) in person. And then all that got shut down and you were like, I can hang out here and reconnect with everybody back home and like all the new people here and like. All from the convenience of my house with like TV on sports on in the background, beers in the fridge. Like you gotta be kidding me, man. This is awesome. Dude, hanging with Ted is a live stream I would watch. Dude, I'll just say that right now. That's one of the things, you know, you talk about all these other like little things. The other one was Aaron blowing up. That was a really cool subplot oh, yeah. in 2020 for me. Um, but Watching Ted, watching quarantine Ted emerge and thrive with Zoom was definitely one of my favorite favorite storylines. That honestly, I've kind of gotten used to and almost take a little for granted now. But like early quarantine, like watching you, like yeah, I'm on. I'll just zoom in all day, man. Like I hop over here, I hop over there, I'm just drinking beers. It's the best. It was just so fun. Yeah, and I kind of forget sometimes that, like, that Friday night Zoom has been consistent. And then you, I talk to, like, you know, like, we'll talk to, like, Joe's sister or somebody. It's like, you guys are still doing that? And it's like, well, yeah. During the summertime, everybody was out doing some stuff, and I missed a few. But now that we're getting back in, like, after Christmas, like, you're going to need that Friday night Zoom again, Brett. <laughs> yeah. It's going to come through big. Right? Dude, the Ted Smith live stream, man. It would be legit. uh all right uh what else did i'm gonna oh yeah we had to talk about uh uh before we get back to basics in 2021 
you guys are younger. I need your honest opinion. And I already have it as a gift, but I'm generally a hoodie guy, but I have acquired a Seahawks quarter zip. What's the question? I feel like, is that the old man move to have a quarter zip with no hood? No, 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 no. Uh, in fact, Matt, what's your opinion? Go, go for it. Uh, you know, I'm about 10 years behind on the fashion, probably more than that. I mean, I still dress like a 12 year old, um, but <laughs> the <laughs> wearing basketball shorts right now, that's all I wear. But uh, the I feel like to me, I initially thought, yeah, that's an old man move. And then it was like, but wait a minute, is that just my 10 years late fashion brain? And then I was like, feel like quarter zips have been popping up a little bit lately and it's, it may not be the most in thing yet, but it's like, it's on the come up for sure. Trending in the right direction. I'll weigh on on this one. So I'm wearing a hoodie right now. And uh, my answer is going to involve a little bit of subtlety because not all quarter zips are created equal, but I would say generally speaking, that's the move of a confident and self-respecting man. If the quarter zip fits well, if it's a nice one, I say definitely go for it. I don't think it's an older man. I think it's like, you know, a guy who's kind of dialed and doing his thing. In fact, I think if you wear clothes that are out of your age group, sometimes it actually can look a little weird. Like, Ted, you're at the age where you could pull off a hoodie or you could pull off a quarter zip. But the day will come when, you know, you in a hoodie looks a little weird. Sometimes Pete Carroll, you see it and you're like, uh, all right. You know, like I probably yeah. would prefer being led by quarter zip Pete, you know? That's not a knock on the man. You know, he rocks a hoodie well, but it just, you know, he's at that age where it's like, you know, dial it in a little bit. So I would say from my personal experience, you'd look great in a quarter zip, but you're not at the point where you have to cut the hoodies out of the collection. So I think, you know, you take a, uh, you dip a toe in that, in that water, see how people respond. I think you're good to go, man. Maybe even like a good, uh, you know, like obscure soccer team or something you're into. Yeah. I thought the quarter zip was a little classier. Dude, hundred percent. It really is. It's a little more refined and especially as you get older, you know, it's like, yeah, it's just, you know, Ted, you're about to turn 40. Some changes are going to happen. They're going to be natural. They're going to feel good. That's going to be one of them. <laughs> Quarter zips. Quarter zip Ted, man. I mean, you know, 2021 is a new year, new you time to reinvent. All right. Before we get to emails, this one to remind everybody, uh, this is our last one for the year. And then 2021, you know, got to do what you got to do. I'm not saying January 1st, but at some point in January, it's back to basics. Mm -hmm. Bring it. Bring it. <laughs> we're getting back to basics, baby. I love that saying. I don't know why, but every time we're texting with it in the thread, whatever, before this thing starts, pumps me up. Dude. Yeah, I can feel your voice saying it. Back to <laughs> basics. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, Ted, dude. All right, let me, let me ask you this. Let's put some color to it. What does back to basics mean to you? You hear that? Like, what hits your mind? I mean, first of all, I just say going to an open gym routinely. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> no more lockdowns. So that's an easy one. And then, uh, yeah, basics like that. And probably, I mean, for me, it's always the, the main goal is always going to be kind of more health and fitness stuff. Like I haven't been uh, 2020 wasn't nearly on point as 2018 or 19 were. So for me, it's just one of those focus things. But yeah, I mean, we've talked about it up for months now. Like, and I, you know, you, you could figure out the home workouts and Matt doesn't, but like, I don't know, it's not the same to me as like showing up to the lab, putting in the work. And it's like, you know, it's just easier when you walk through that door, right? I mean, I just think about sports all the time. Like, it's hard to go do drills on your own. That's why I'm always impressed with pro athletes. Like, people think OBJ is annoying, but it's like, you know how many times he's run that route and why they show all these hype videos? It's because when it comes game time, he can run it. Yeah, definitely. Matt? Well, first of all, I think I'm, I want to do a workout program called Back to Basics in 2021. I think that would be fun. And I'll have the offer code be LARP on for an awesome discount for people. Uh, but because that's something I want to like, you know, focus a little bit more on because I really like my one on one coaching client load right now and the people in it. And I don't really want to like, you know, I want to have more stuff like that. But, um, 
back to base. Ted, I was thinking the way that I still love working out on quarantine with basic, you know, I don't have all the toys at the gym. It's body weight. It's whatever I have around, you know, it's changed a few times, but like, you know, working with what you got and sticking to more stripped down uh, equipment levels. Like, I wonder if because the gym is so social for you, like you're no headphones guy, right? I'm headphones guy. So to me, it's about the music and the movement. And I still got my earbuds. But do you think that maybe there's some connection there of not being headphones guy and like being so social, like we were talking about earlier, having that effect? Yeah, I mean, I, don't, I wouldn't call it social because I don't really chat people up. But I think for me, it was just more of like when I really got into it, like part of it was going to the gym and checking in. And like I had, gotten, I had finally got to a point in my late 30s where like it wasn't a chore. It was just something I did. So for me, being out of that routine has been awkward. Yeah. And you walked like yeah, walking to the gym. I feel like is well, I lived right by my gym for years. It's like it's a different experience, like having that physical movement as opposed to driving. So, yeah, I could see that that mental side of it being a being a big uh, yeah component. Yeah. And honestly, like, like I've been good about the last couple of weeks, but like I can't explain to you, there's something weird about just sweating in your own apartment like that. Like doing some yoga is one thing. It's like I got to lay it like. You know, I've been trying to be good about doing some real stuff like burpees and this and that. And it's like, it just seems weird. Like, I feel like I'm at the gym, but I'm just sweating in my apartment. <laughs> yeah, dude, totally. And there's there's also like the unspoken language of the gym. You know what I mean? And for some reason, Ted, I don't know why, but I'm picturing you like doing shrugs and just like communicating with other people via grunt. You're just like, <clears throat> then you'll hear like a guy down, like grunt a little bit. And you're just like, yeah, we're on the same page. I missed the work nod. in the lab. Ted, were What's you a up? nodder at the gym? Oh, yeah. Always up. <laughs> Always an up nod. That's right. Yeah. We talked about that one time. <laughs> I missed the nods. It's, it's a weird thing, but yeah, that's definitely maybe even more than the equipment, just that sense of silent camaraderie. Yeah, dude, it, it is like nice, like giving like the subtle encouragement to people too. Like the one thing. I'm usually pretty silent at the gym headphones in, but like if somebody's like going ham on something, I'll walk by and be like, get it. <laughs> and that I mean, always hits. Even for like this though. Right. Like we're still doing the podcast, but it's like, to me, it's always been a little harder than like having that, like that feeling of like, we've walked into a studio. We're going to do it like this and that. Yeah. Like I've gotten used to it. It's a shift. But it, yeah, it's, right, exactly. Mm -hmm. Ted, I'll tell you this. If you ever want to hype someone at the gym, Walk past them and just say, get it. Trust me. Get it. Like if someone's like one. in the middle of an exercise, just like, get it. Like people get hyped. Because <laughs> they're like, get what? Like, I, I don't know. It works in a lot of situations. <laughs> oh, all right. Cobb, you got some emails there for us? Hell yeah. In 2021, I'm going to get it. Um, I got to pull these things up though real quick. Hold up. Yeah, no worries. Um, dude. It is right there as well. If you want it to, Matt. <laughs> Perfect. I'll do it right here. Yeah. I've got on a preseason NBA game in the background. Mm -hmm. And that one Popeye's, Popeye's commercial where the guy's singing and he's like, ooh, baby, I got Popeye's. Like every time he says that, I'm just like, Jesus Christ. I'm not even hungry for Popeye's right now, but his voice is so good. It makes me want to go to Popeye's. Yeah. Okay. If we're talking commercials, one second. Have you seen the new Shake Weight commercial that's not no. for the Shake Weight? No. Oh, Cobb, have you seen it? No, I, I don't really know. What is it? Okay. Well, the commercial is basically it's for, well, I have the toothpaste right over there. It's Colgate's new toothpaste. It's like nine bucks for a tube or something ridiculous. And I didn't even flinch because the commercial just got me. And they're like, it's like a time machine to 10 years ago for your teeth. Like it removes 10 years of stains. And then they're like, do you remember where you were 10 years ago? And the guy's just standing there with a the shake weight. <laughs> I was shake like, weight, I, man, I'm getting that now. The yeah. shake weight is the opposite of like back that. to basics. Yeah. 
I never the shake weight commercials never worked on me. But this new one where they incorporated in the toothpaste, I was sold. I use the Colgate that has the fresh strips in it. OK, nice. Dude, like do you it. think you could get like ripped from a shake weight? I bet you could. OK, well, the dudes in the commercials were definitely ripped from conventional bodybuilding techniques. Oh, yeah, of course. I'm just saying like, Matt, if you had to put a, together a shake weight program, like, do you think you could get ripped? I bet I could. If somebody was willing to work out four times a week with a shake weight for 45 minutes. Yeah, I, I bet they would see results um, with intelligent programming, good form, good focus on the feel and the muscles you're targeting. Matt, I'm not looking for they would see results. I'm talking about infomercial level. Like, no, dude, no way. You need hundreds of pounds. (laughs) Sorry, I asked. Hundreds of pounds of iron is all that's going to get that done, Cobb. (laughs) Guess what? Yeah, okay. (laughs) It's like offended meathead over here. I mean, I might have gotten Ted one for his birthday. I don't really know, but uh, okay. Uh, to the greatest podcast in all the land, all the land, all the land. Listening to some old cast, <laughs> some old casts. What a simpler time. Episode seventy-two. Matt just got on a full-time overnight. Memories. Cobb wow. talked about life being seasons, and that was what I needed to hear. It's been a long winter in my life. Uh, been trying hard to sow my seeds. This podcast helps a lot especially with what's going on. It's great to be able to zone out and listen to you guys for an hour uh, here and there. Thanks. P.S. Congratulations to Matt for getting that hand job. <laughs> <laughs> also, Thank you. I don't know. I don't know who's that, who that is from, but I'm worried about it. I'm like, it's been a long winter. Like dog winter doesn't officially begin for like another few days. <laughs> <laughs> like stay yeah. strong, brother. Stay strong. <laughs> Dude, the proverbial winter, but yeah, it, it, this year, this whole year, I mean, yeah, seriously, stay strong. Good luck. Right. Keep, keep listening, man. You need us more than we need you right now. <laughs> <laughs> we got your back, dude. <laughs> uh, I was listening to your last podcast, the greatest podcast in all the land. All the, all land. the land. Ted, I love olives, mainly black olives. I can eat a whole can in one sitting. Now I challenge you to bite into a green garlic stuffed olive and tell me it doesn't taste like pepperoni pizza. Try it. LARP on. I mean, I think I've had one, but you know what? What was it? A green garlic stuffed olive. Mm-hmm. Was there cheese involved in that cob or just a green? I did not see cheese. All right. I'll you know, tell you what. I'll go to the QFC right for my birthday. I'll get some fancy. I'll get probably two of them is i hate olives but i'll try i'll try (laughs) were we talking about a european versus american bacon on here at one point we were because my buddy uh ron i did a zoom call with him for the bills game and we were eating him and i got european bacon because they said it was better on sandwiches and they were hating on our tiny strips of bacon nice yeah we cover a lot of ground i never really I mean, I just I delete the hard drive as Tough soon as we track that guy was listening to episode 70 something. We're like, if we were doing regular episodes, we'd be in the 300s by now. Like, I was like, what did I say hundreds of weeks ago? Right. It's also tough again because we do this on Zoom, but there's been like we've had conversations on Zoom about random stuff, too. So it's like, wait a minute, were we recording a podcast or were we just chat? Right. Dude, I'll say this. Past me was dumb, and I take no credit for anything he said. <laughs> anything before episode 150, just take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, but past you also was dropping knowledge. Right. Take credit, not responsibility, Cobb. Yeah. There you go. Maybe you don't follow to- his advice. I'll tell everyone that right now. Do not. <laughs> you should listen to some old Cobb, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God damn it, boys. Uh, from a man who has eaten European bacon in multiple European cities, hungover, don't ever let them haze our bacon. Though I'm a proud American, this is just an unbiased fact that we have the greatest bacon in all the land. All the land. All the land? Now, if we are judging some bar S equivalent bacon, I can forgive the misunderstanding. But European bacon is damn near inedible. Unedible? Inedible? Uh, again, 
hungover grease bacon should taste sublime. First off, their bacon's like 90% fat with a little strip of meat along the edge, and they undercook the crap out of it. Maybe this is a regional thing, but what they call bacon versus what we call bacon? Well, there's just no comparison. Last, I'd like to hear Bacon's view on this bacon conversation. Mike, a.k.a. Blue 8 Golf. You know what? Bacon, keep it in one paragraph. (laughs) I'm just messing with you, Bacon. No, Bacon, that's a good call. And his bacon is delicious. Yeah. All right, I'm going to need you guys to help me decipher this one. I don't know if we were talking about conspiracies or what wild shit we were into last week, but someone emailed us this one sentence. Does 9-11 count? Yeah, it's the Christmas episode. I'm going to go ahead and pass on that. (laughs) Hard pass. Yeah, that's going to be a no for me. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, ask Pete Carroll, all right? I'll leave it at that. All right, all the land. Uh, Any product or service where they use the word wellness, it's a totally meaningless word that has no scientific or medical meaning. It usually means they cannot demonstrate any measurable benefit and are just selling some woo-woo crap. Oh, this was on the bullshit radar topic. Keep up the good work. Cheers, August. Oh, nice. I like that. As somebody in the, you know, quote unquote health and wellness space who's struggled to market and describe exactly what I do and how I do it, uh, the idea of the word wellness is tossed around and I'm like, it's like an all encompassing, right? I do fitness, I do nutrition, people's mindset gets changed and shifted and you know, it goes deeper in areas and it's like this whole thing. And yeah, there's something about that word that I'm with August on. Like, what exactly are you, is the benefit you're providing here? Uh, I think wellness, too, sometimes is a catch all for a lot. Kind of what you're saying, but a lot, a lot of different things. So like sometimes. Yeah. What you got to be tough with wellness. You got to seek out what they're saying. Agreed. Uh, Sorry, Cobb. I got my my attention got caught there, man. I haven't heard a chopper like that in months. You got a chopper flying over the house? Yeah. I mean, it sounds like like it just keeps, I can tell right now. Like, I'm like, and it keeps coming back. I'm like, what is going on out there? Dude, maybe there's protests again. I mean, there was one Friday, but it was tiny. I'm like, I can't believe the chopper would be back out. Hmm. I don't know. They got to set our money on fire somehow. Uh, Euro bacon. Greetings to the greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. All the land. I'm emailing out of pure anger that some punk thinks he can shit all over our bacon. I'm not one who usually gets upset about things, but when you slag our bacon, I will literally fight a bitch. Please find the attached picture of proper bacon and enjoy it in all its glory. Best wishes, wishes to the best podcast in all the land. All, all the land. land. Jesus, boys, if you could see what I'm seeing, this does look like some pretty proper bacon. I don't know that I've ever had European bacon, but wow. Shout out to Ron. Oh, right. So that was Ron that got me on that. Yeah. I, listen, first of all, I think we can like all the bacon. And I think maybe Ron was having some fun with us. But either, I mean, that morning, it's closer to ham, like Canadian bacon, but it still has fat on it, like our bacon. I don't know. Why don't we just call it a f-ing rasher and move on? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, uh, that's it for emails. So let's check in with what's matinin. Well, uh, tell you what, in a little bit, what's going to be matinin is a whole lot of editing. <laughs> right. What the f- do you mean, Matt? <laughs> Um, but we usually focus on, you know, my past weekend, um, or week, whatever. Uh, so I'm still down here in the desert, Palm Springs, going to be staying past New Year's. Uh, it's been decided and, uh, really just, just living it up and, you know, my little golf bubble, uh, you could say, and, uh, my brother came out uh, from L.A. last weekend, so he and uh, I played with my girlfriend. His wife was supposed to join us, but then her 
brother or her sister and brother, like they all paired up and it was just me, Luke and Tyler. Uh, Luke wouldn't mind that I said this and I don't know that he listens anymore, but uh, he had a bit of a late night the night before. So his game might have been affected by that, but playing with him was insanely fun. Matt, you have not mentioned golf once in this thing. What? <laughs> They're playing golf, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it has consumed my life. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm just rolling with it. You know, I'm working, um, you know, been steadily adding clients through all this and uh, working on some, you know, programs and courses like I was talking about. Uh, be on the lookout for Back to Basics. You guys be the first to know. And so, you know, I'm just doing it from down here. And yeah, I mean, there's nothing else to do but play golf. So, um, but I've been struggling a little bit. So I'm now a real golfer because what I did when I was struggling on the greens a little bit was I went to the PGA Tour Superstore and bought a new putter to try and fix my problems with putting. <laughs> um but I'm very excited about this thing. It's really cool. You guys can see it. The listeners can't, but you know, state of the art by Odyssey. Uh, check this out. It's called the stroke lab. Stroke lab and Odyssey. I mean, that's, you know what I mean? The end of the day, I always thought in golf, you want an Odyssey uh, putter and DCI irons, right? Yeah. And you know, good enough for happy Gilmore. Good enough for me. <laughs> but is it what's Matt? What's the old saying about the gear or something like, right? Like, what do you mean? Like, it's like if you don't have the swing, it doesn't matter or something. There's drive for show, putt for dough, right? I know that one. I'll, I'll think of it, I'll text you when we're done. But it was something like that, like something like you don't like because there's a lot. I like when I used to play golf, especially in high school, like I remember you'd meet dudes that are like my age now and they would have all the best gear all the right irons. This is back with like the big Bertha days and this and that, but it's yeah. like they, they sucked. Yeah. Yeah. The technology's improved quite a bit, but it's a constant thing of like every golfer kind of sucks at golf. And then eventually they convince themselves that they need new clubs and it doesn't always help their game very much, but the technology does improve, but it's like takes a decade for there to be real improvements and, but they're releasing new models every single year and it's billions and billions of dollars because golf's just a hard game and we all suck at it and want to believe that some magic product's going to make us better. Just like all right. All right. Well, I, I like that you got the new Odyssey putter. At yeah, the I'm pretty stoked store. about it. <laughs> Stroke lab. It's got a good feel to it. Tell you what, 2020, I've put a lot of time in the stroke lab. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get an amen? <laughs> amen. A lot of mercy. <laughs> All right. Uh, also brings up a random time to mention this, but uh, do yourself a favor. It's a simple pleasure in life. And a good friend of mine named Cobb hit me to it years ago. We're about a week away. Is it Christmas? Right? Is, is it, it Christmas.com? Is it Christmas.com? I mean, it just says no, but for one day, one glorious day a year, it says yes. Mm -hmm. Do yourself a favor and check out is it Christmas.com and also is DMX in jail.com. Great sites. <laughs> is it Christmas.com? Honestly, like I don't check it too much because I know it's only one day, but on Christmas, I bet I check that thing 20 times. It feels good when you see yeah. it. As yes, it honestly does. It's become a tradition for me. I'm at least 13 years in. Great wow. website. It's Trust me. 1201 when it says yes. We're doing a shot. It's one of Let's the go. biggest moments of the party every year. Yeah, yeah right. When it officially Everybody kicks over to Christmas. <laughs> All right. Speaking of one of the biggest moments, one of the best moments of the uh, V podcast, it's time for the Cobb Topic. Cobb topic. Cobb topic. Boys, you know, I'm going to keep it simple. This is the last podcast of the year. It's been a wild, wild ride for all of us. Everyone has had their trials and tribulations this year. Some small victories, probably some bitter defeats. 
The cop topic this week is what are you looking forward to in 2021? That's it. No hijinks, nothing crazy. I just want to know what people are looking forward to. It, you know, I get the emails on my phone, so it's interesting seeing them as they come in. But, you know, the boys and I are talking about back to basics, talking about getting back in the lab, getting it going again. Hopefully society kind of restarts next year. What are you looking forward to out there? So let us know. Email at thepodcast.com. Boys? I mean, as much as I love sports, Matt is right. It's been very easy to me to sit in my own house with beer and buddies on Zoom and watch sports. But I am, <clears throat> I did not realize, I started to realize like probably September, October, how much I missed it. But Sunday, our buddy Josh, <clears throat> uh, his girlfriend Gretchen set up like a surprise Zoom for his birthday and seeing all those people, like just random times you hung out with everybody at a festival. Like I, I really missed a festival. I didn't, you know, it just, that kind of dawned on me. I was like, damn, man, like even some people in that cruise, it's a big crew you don't hang out with all the time. You always have one or two moments with them, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah, that was that was fun seeing everyone, but I'm with you. Is definitely like, wow, we got a lot of friends that we're used to seeing all at once, and you know, seeing them all on a computer screen just made me realize how long it'd been since I'd seen everybody in person. Some of them I haven't I haven't seen some of those people all quarantine, let alone everybody together at once. Yeah. And hugs, man. I miss hugging people. Hugs are where it's at. They're great things. Um, I would say the thing I'm looking forward to the most for 2021 with all the uncertainty that looms. Um, like I mentioned, I've been working on this uh, nutrition made fun eight week course. That's like all these videos that I shot completely unscripted. And then I've just been writing chapters. So it'll be like kind of a chapter and a video every single week on these different topics that obviously Ted you're familiar with. I got to send you an advanced copy. Let me, let me know what you think. Uh, but it's just my own spin on stuff that I know works. Right. Um, and that's been a ton of fun to put together. And I teamed up with, uh, Luca who, uh, Luca host of our runs vigor fitness down in Renton. And he's just like this really awesome dude that really knows his stuff in the fitness industry. And he's going to help me launch it. So uh, I just, you know, yeah, I got a lot of, lot of been lining up a lot of pieces with launching this Nutrition Made Fun course that I'm really excited to see come to life uh, in a couple weeks. <laughs> and I got to buy new tennis shoes. I haven't bought a pair of shoes all year. Dude, you are a man who takes pride in his shoes. There's no yeah. one to flex on this year. There wasn't, man. I mean, I got that new pair. I've only worn them like five times. Dude, I got a new pair for Christmas that still look like they're fresh out of the box. Yeah, I got these last year. So, yeah, I mean, that's another thing. Just some of those. Nor and I know it sounds weird, but like I like buying fresh kicks. <laughs> Dude, I just pictured Ted at his house. and He's like looking at those kicks, and, like sitting up on his counter. He's like, God, man. Someone needs to stunt on these motherfuckers. You're right, though. These people need to be stunted on. <laughs> and it's true. It's true. <laughs> I had them on Saturday by the tree. That's why I felt fine putting it on the gram. Love it. <laughs> Dude, I'm looking look forward fresh. to new administration. Definitely getting back to being able to work out. And uh, just a little more of a calm year i feel like this year has been a little frenetic for people and it'd be nice to have like a little like you know uh eye of the storm if you will yeah i think i think a lot of people when i include myself like it's just it's just been a mentally tiring year yep you know and almost to the point too of like you feel like if you put your guard down for a little bit like something bad's gonna happen and it's just like it's not the best way to go about your life <laughs> <laughs> And I feel like I'm a big buck, you know, 12 pointer or whatever, just hanging out in the middle of Pennsylvania. And it's the opening of deer season. Like I'm on guard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, for real. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. Well, there you go. There's the last episode, uh, the home episodes. Obviously we don't know what's going to happen, but I would venture to say we'll still be doing some home episodes when we get to January, way, <laughs> halfway through January, we're getting back to basics. It's on 
2021. Uh, obviously, thank you to everybody that still listens to the podcast. And uh, yeah, man, enjoy the holidays. They'll be different. They'll be smaller, but you know, still enjoy it. Cook those meatballs, you sons of bitches. Get them. Get it. <laughs> All right. For MCTP, for Cobb and me, Ted Smith, this is the podcast. Cheers. What's up, Tyler? Well,